Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Safe, positive, and fun. It's Esther Club. Welcome to Esther Club. The show where I think I look like I'm Margot Robbie because I have braids in my hair. But the sad truth is I'm just a 32-year-old Jewish thing. I don't know what the noun is, but uh, my butterfly earring looks very cute. Thank you to my favorite clothing line, R-U-M-I, for my butterfly jewelry. Sorry, if you're on, if you're watching the YouTube video, you're like in on the what's happening. And if you listen to this on just podcast ears, it's there's probably a lot that confuses you because I do speak to the YouTube audience, but I I speak to everyone in my heart. Um, let's get to it today. We are going to talk about how to be assertive. Be assertive be be assertive not my vibe but i just for some reason i really wanted to sing that um yeah i I don't know i just think that being assertive is literally the hottest coolest um most powerful uh personality trait and in fact i remember so vividly times in my life where someone told me I was being assertive in a complimentary way and it has always made me feel it just it made me feel so good that I remember it um obviously first announcements the announcements will take five hours so um you know get cozy first announcement text you know it you love it I have a phone number. You can text it. You'll get updates from me. This past weekend, I have terrible migraine and I asked people to text me migraine tips or um, about unscented candles that they liked. Or, I'm sorry, I'm looking for scented for candles that are scented only with essential oils, not no artificial fragrance. Anyway, text me at 847-648-9098. And um, I... I'm usually able to read most of them. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't always respond. Mostly I don't respond. So I just don't want this to be taken into some kind of creepy level where, you, you know, you just never know. But I, and I want to be very clear with you guys that it's more of an update number. It's not like, it's obviously not a real phone number. I mean, it is, a, I'm going to stop talking, but it's just good to be subscribed to that because you won't miss any announcements. Um, especially when my sleepover by Esther launches, relaunches keep coming through. I notice a lot of people have missed those. And if you're on the text numbers, you won't miss them. Okay. Second announcement, Comedy Central special. It's out. It's streaming. It is, um, really good. Uh, it's produced by Adam Sandler. Crazy. I should talk more about that. I think I did tell that story actually. So, um, yeah, so, uh, it's streaming and now as this episode is aired, it is streaming finally for free on Comedy Central without a freaking login. That's right, bitch. Go to cc.com and you can watch my special. They unlocked it. Oops, all unlocked and go get it. Go get Hot For My Name on Comedy Central's website, cc.com and the app. Honestly, watch the first two minutes and let's go from there. 
because I think you'll you'll get what it's about right away. Okay. Three, our show has a sponsor. It's Liquid Death. It's one of my favorite beverages. It's literally just water and sparkling water, but it is somehow the best bubbliest sparkling water I've ever tried. And if you go to liquiddeath.com and use code sleepover, you get 10% off. I'll take that actually. In this economy, I'll take 10% off. Thank you. Liquiddeath.com, promo code sleepover. I saw on Kim Kardashian's Instagram stories this week, which by the way, I have unfollow. I don't follow her. Um, but I like to peek because it's so much fun. And if I peek and don't follow, then I get it only when I seek it out. And so it's a little bit more safe for my mental health. Um, I sound crazy and I am, but she had an outdoor sleepover with her sisters, which is the most triggering in the right way thing I've ever seen. Um, I've an outdoor sleepover. I've done it once with my best friend, Christina. We slept in a tent in my parents' backyard. Um, I believe in high school and we actually slept in a car once too. I don't know if that counts, but anyways, in the times of COVID, it feels like I really have a chance at getting other adults to do an outdoor sleepover with me. So I'll keep you posted on that, but, um, I would love to do an outdoor sleepover with friends. I just think that would be so much fun. You each get your own small tent and a sleeping bag and you know, you six feet from each other and you have your tents open all night. And then when you go to bed, you close it. I think it's just, I think it's doable. I think it's doable. Obviously we only have the summer, but the summer lasts pretty much all year in LA. So, okay. Um, I have on here to announce merch, but I don't have any merch announcements right now. Again, you'll, you'll want to text that number, uh, to for sure be in the loop. Cause sometimes the timing doesn't work out where I'm able to announce it on the podcast, but I am going to be selling Esther Club shirts. I'm just not ready to sell them yet. Emotionally, physically, I'm not ready. I, I mean, no, it's just, they're not tie dyed yet. They're going to be tie dyed. So, um, and that's going to be a limited batch because I'm switching out I never know what I say where anymore because I have a Patreon where I say everything all the time. So then I'm like, did I say that at the Patreon? Or the, but you guys will remind me. But I, in case I haven't said it here, I am most likely, fingers crossed, switching the way that I do my tie-dye to using here in Los Angeles, a local factory, which I know that seems great. Like, whoa, 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 slow down. No, I will not slow down. I will only speed up. And I'm gonna, I'm actually meeting with the factory next week. And I will be able to hopefully on next week's episode, give you guys a pretty good update on how that goes. Um, I definitely want to keep you guys in the loop, mostly just because it's something to talk about. Um, but I'm basically, I think I'm in the early stages of starting a clothing line. Is that possible? Like, it either is really possible and it's happening or I'm so delusional and like I'm breaking laws and I don't realize it. Like, I don't know. It's I'm hoping it's just somewhere in the middle. It's like illegal, but possible. Um, so I do need to talk to an accountant, too. I need to remember that. Dad, if you're watching, remind me to call my accountant. Actually, you. Whatever. I like making my dad do things. And then I'm like, well, you're old. I'm like giving you purpose. It's true. Okay, let's do segments. Let's do a full body scan. Okay, my migraine is pretty much 
pretty much gone, at least right now. Um, I don't know if it's just like the excitement of recording. It's, it's feeling gone. Uh, I'm pretty warm. Wow. I really don't realize that I'm hot until I do a full body scan. Uh, my back is like, it exists, you know, it's just like letting me know that it's here and that if I fuck anything up, it's going to be right there to tell me. So my back is just like letting me know that it's giving me some awareness. Um, nothing going on in my stomach. I just ate a bunch of popcorn. So that's good. That means that popcorn good with my stomach, hips, good in this position I'm in right now because I started to do a thing where I'll sit on a pillow and then my hips will be lower than my butt. And then that just kind of like, I think that helps them not feel like they're crunched up. Does that make sense? Probably not, but I'll explain it more. So like when you're sitting, your hips, like, (laughs) let's say, this oh no it's the youtube it's you only see this on youtube but let's say like your forearm arm is your top half and your wrist is your waist no yeah your wrist is your no your wrist is your hips and then you sit when you're sitting see how your hips are crunched up but then when your hips a little below they're a little bit relieved Anyways, I fucking sit all day long, 24 hours a day, don't move my body. And so my hips hurt every single week when I do this podcast. I do a full body scan and I always, oh no, do I have something on my teeth? No. And I always say my hips hurt and it's because I fucking sit like a big loser with nothing to do. I sit in my own filth. Oh wait. While we're doing the full body scan, I've gotten so used to it that I just ignore it. My tooth is like still dying. This is from, if you watch the show since day one, week one or week two, I have a dying tooth, but now it's a pandemic. So I'm too scared to go and like get a checkup on the dying tooth, but it's really sensitive lately to heat and cold. And I feel like that's so bad. And now that I've managed my anxiety a little better, I like am not so anxious about my dead tooth. And so now I feel like that's actually a bad thing. Too much information. Hips are fine. Knees are giving me an awareness. Everything else. That's the full body scan. Anti-sadness. I actually, um, this week for anti-sadness, I'm going to relax. I hate relaxing. I think of it as being very boring. Um, and there's just not much going on with relaxing. There's not much to do, especially it's hard for me when I relax, when I have a migraine or a tension headache and I try to relax because no position feels good. Um, and that's why this is my anti-sadness is because I think relaxing will help prevent the headaches. So, and also when I put pressure on myself, like to do things that doesn't help, it never helps. It doesn't, the pressure doesn't help me. The pressure makes me fight the pressure. So my anti-sadness is just let, let it go. You know, let yourself do your thing for a day or for a couple hours. And I guarantee you, Esther, I'm looking at you, Esther, that the results will be bigger from just letting yourself relax than if you put the pressure on. Let's try it out. Join me, won't you? Here's a concern from a listener. 
I'm actually really concerned about the diaper wearing. Like, I get it. I may or may not have tossed the idea around myself as we were, as we are one in the same. But Esther, are you okay? I just don't know if your justification is enough, girl. LOL. Okay. That's fair. Totally fair. I get it. But also, I'm fine. I, I don't, I also don't get it. Why is wearing a diaper and like laughing about it? A thing that has to be viewed as this like big dramatic thing, you know, it truly is based on the pandemic and also based on convenience. And I do know there are people out there that are, I, I can, I'm getting the sense that there's speculation that I'm wearing a diaper because it's some sort of baby fetish. <laughs> Absolutely no disrespect to anyone that has a baby fetish that is played out in a legal, like, safe way. Um, I genuinely don't have that. I really don't. I did not want this episode to be about this, but um, the diaper thing was really a convenience issue. I never even went in the diaper because it's really impossible to undo potty training. I hear you. Um... The diaper was not a sexual experience for me. And and if if it is for anyone else, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not for me. And I'm comfortable saying that. This has been this has been the mayor of Esther Club giving a really serious update to a concern from a fan. Thank you so much. Okay, from Rosemary Farrell. If you couldn't live in LA or, or in Skokie, what would your third choice be? New York City. I really love New York City. I love the energy there and all of the things that there is to do. And I've always wanted to live there, but I've never quite been able to make it happen. You know, I always had thought I would move to New York and then move to LA, but just because of the way things ended up working out for me, I ended up coming to LA first and then just got really intimidated by New York. So, you know, I don't know, I, but I, I'm starting as I was starting to go more and more the last couple of years, I was starting to feel more comfortable there. And I felt like was ready to maybe open some kind of door of like getting a, going for a longer trip, you know? So that would be my third choice, I think. But now that it's a pandemic, it's really hard to even think seriously about anything like that, especially a big city like that. That it's just that doesn't feel like the right move to me right now because it does feel like if you're stuck at home more, you do want to be in a place where there's a little more outdoor space and it does think it does seem like New York living is cramped. It's just more cramped than LA. So that's kind of my two cents on that. Garden update. I actually have a decent garden update this week. So I planted zucchini about a month ago and zucchini, I planted several things actually, but zucchini has become the absolute front runner all-star. My zucchini is growing literally falling out of the garden bed because of the way I placed it like an idiot. Not, I like, I always, plant things think later anyways my zucchini is doing great and I and but it has so many big leaves that it was getting really crowded and so I finally 
looked on YouTube about it and you're actually supposed to prune a lot of those leaves because it's like blocking airflow or whatever. So I just took out so many giant leaves from my zucchini plant and I'm really excited to see if that helps boost growth or not. And then I just, I prune, I honestly prune my chocolate mint every day. It's my pride and joy. I, it's, it's the center of my life. It's, it's the centerpiece to, to who I am is this ever budding, ever growing, ever expanding chocolate mint plant. Again, chocolate mint. I know I keep talking about it, but it's literally mint that smells like chocolate. And I just have a bed of it and I just want it to keep going and going. And I want it to, I wish it could take over the whole every inch of the yard. I wish it would grow in the house. I just, I want mint everywhere because I, I just love the way it smells and I love the way it looks and I love pruning it. So that's my garden update. Dish of the week. Oh man, I was really not cooking a lot this week. That, and that's shitty, but I got my dish of the week. It's really simple. I do white rice in the rice cooker and then Wait, now I want to do a different dish of the week. I'm going to do two. Okay, white rice in the rice cooker. And then I saute cabbage with ginger, green onion. And I didn't have garlic or I would have used garlic. And then just do a, a cabbage and rice bowl. Really simple. Like I know that's just two boring ingredients, but if you do it right, it tastes good. And then I add David Chang's scallion sauce, which if you Google that, um, it's really easy to find. And it's just like... It's just, it's just that sauce is really good. And then if I was to do another dish of the week, which I posted to my Insta stories, would be um, ramen, soy sauce flavor with added green onion. And I added cabbage and ginger, but you really just need the green onion. And um, man, ramen is so good. It's crazy that that's like the cheap thing that growing up it was like 10 cents and now it's like 25 cents but it actually tastes like restaurant food so it's so good I could definitely eat it once a week and in fact I think I will um okay those have been the segments I also was thinking of adding a segment just like updating everybody on being in lockdown because I am in California and we've pretty much been on lockdown here um, to varying various degrees of strictness, obviously, depending on who you ask. Um, but since March, and I feel like this past week, it has gotten to me a little more so than recently. I mean, than previously, because I don't know, I just keep getting this like itch to like go to a grocery store and like take all my time and study each item don't walk, stroll down every aisle like that's really a pastime that as shameful as it is to admit it feels like a big part of my personal culture um I just I love grocery shopping my fiance it's the weirdest thing he hates grocery shopping he it makes him sad for some reason oh my god of course he walks in when I'm talking about him I'm doing a podcast right now sorry I'll be done soon I can't believe he walk. He always walks in at the craziest times when I'm on a FaceTime with a friend. 
I'll be on a FaceTime with my guy friend and I'll say something that like literally sounds so dirty. And that's when he walks in and he, he won't even care. I'll just be like, you guys are so weird. I'll be like, me and my friends will be like, we want to be in bassinets and he'll walk in and walk out. <laughs> um, but, oh my God, is that a bug? Oh my God. Oh no, it's a pumpkin seed. I really miss grocery shopping. I want to do that. Like, I am seeing now that there's been times in my life before where I felt a little down or needed just needed any kind of pick-me-up and stopping at a grocery store and spending 45 minutes strolling through discovering new snacks was a pastime. It, it was a healing pastime. So I'm, I miss that and I don't know really how to get that right now in LA or maybe even in this whole country. And I also feel like I could use socialization, see more friends, but then whenever it comes down to making plans, I do get a little hesitant. So I do worry that like I'm becoming antisocial or like desocialized or whatever. Um, yeah. And then the obvious ones of missing my family, but I'm actually doing better with those ones because that usually comes when I'm more down and at least I'm really busy with the clothes, with, you know, sleepover by Esther, the tie-dye. So I've been feeling a little bit more comfortable here for, for now. Okay, let's get to today's topic. You know, I told you it would be five hours of announcements and then we would get to the topic. Okay. So today's topic is, is I'm going to go through a list of 10 tips for becoming more assertive. And then I'm going to comment on them to you. One, believe in yourself. Low self-esteem can prevent you from telling others what you want. When you begin to really value your self-worth, you will have an easier time communicating your needs. Believe in yourself. That's To me, that's like kind of a cheap tip because it's the easiest tip to give. It's, yeah, believe in yourself. Be confident. Like, yeah, duh, we all know that, but that's really hard. So you can't just tell us to do that because it's going to spiral us out. Learn how to say no. Pretty, pretty, I guess that's a pretty decent tip. Like, yeah, I, I talked about this on Whitney Cummings podcast, um, which if you haven't seen me on it, I think we'll link it below hopefully. And you can watch that. It was, I had a great time talking to her. Um, but I did a year, uh, it was 2019 with my best friends from college where we committed to not flaking for a whole year on anything. And what I, and if you did flake on something, you had to, we use the honor system where you had to come forward and be honest with the group and um, do a punishment. And what I learned, my biggest takeaway from that year was I really got choosy about what I said yes to. And it's weird that it took that for me to learn that lesson because before I would just say, yeah, yeah, I'll do your show. And it was really that year where I started to say no to things. So really think about like, am I going to flake on this? And that might help guide you to what your true answer is. Um, start small. If you're having a hard time finding the assertive voice, begin with small things. Perhaps you still hear a rattling after you pick your car up from the shop, but you're afraid to question your mechanics work. Say something. Begin to practice daily rituals of putting yourself first. Okay. I'm not liking this list. It's too 
it says start small. This list is too small. The ideas it's giving us are too small. They're not specific enough. Practice your assertiveness skills. Practice what you're going to say. For example, if you're going in to ask for a raise, try role-playing with a partner or a friend to sketch out the different scenarios so you won't be caught off guard. That's true. That is a good one when I read the description of it. Like, you definitely want to practice. If you're nervous about asking for something or having to be assertive, actually practicing out loud with another person. What what you think helps but doesn't is like saying it in your head. You think that helps, but it doesn't like it doesn't help as much as literally getting your friend on the phone or on FaceTime or six feet away from you and just having that conversation out loud with them. Role playing. Be simple and direct. Don't leave room for misinterpretation. Assertiveness is effective because it is straight to the point. That's true, but that's easier said than done. Leave negative emotions out of it. Okay, these fucking tips suck. Remember your body language. What? Your words are only part of how you're communicating with others. Your body language, tone of voice, and facial expressions contribute to your message. Keep a neutral face. (laughs) Oh my god. Keep a neutral face? That is not how to be assertive, okay? Here's how you be assertive. Let me tell you the best example I have. You're in a restaurant and the music is too loud and you go up and you're like, hey, could you turn the music down? That's assertive. You spoke up for what you wanted. You were polite. You were direct. Um, I guess that is in these tips, but understand the other point of view. A key ingredient of assertiveness is the ability to say what you need while also recognizing the wishes of others. True. Assertive people are more are effective because they possess empathy and respect other opinions and ideas when negotiating. On the other hand, aggressive people demand their needs be met with no regard for anyone else. Yeah, that's bad. That's that's a good I I like that distinction between assertive and aggressive because you do not want to fucking be aggressive. You want to be assertive. Be, be assertive, not be aggressive. Don't be, be aggressive. Aggressive sucks. Aggressive, assertive, what assertive is, is it's like, it shows aggressive how wrong it is. Because assertive is all of what you need from aggressive, but like with class and with with charm and with dignity and respect for those around you. So it's all about that assertiveness and not the aggressiveness. So not bad, random list. Keep it positive. No one likes difficult conversations, and as a result, things go unresolved, which lead to stress and complicated relationships. What? One way to stop procrastinating and deal with situations that require you to be assertive is to approach them with positive emotions. Upbeat tone. Yeah, that's true. Like, put a smile on your face. Yeah, I could see that helping. Stand your ground. If you don't get what you want the first time you ask, don't give up. In an assertiveness training, this technique is called a broken record. The person might not respond the way you hoped the first time, but they may simply need to process what you want. Um, I mean, I guess that I I can see how that applies like in a customer service argument, but I don't really see how that applies in other things like I feel like it can be a real turnoff when someone tells you no and then you, like, don't hear that, you know? Like, I just could see in a business situation where the answer is no. Like, if someone said, like, can you do my show? I'd be like, 
And, and the answer is no. And then they kept pushing. I think that would be a real turnoff. So that one is a really fine line. Um, but that's, I think that's really just like up, up to us to really know the difference between assertive and aggressive. And I'm gonna, I want to right now actually give you a story about what made me want to do this episode today. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's actually, I don't know. I was like hesitant to tell it, but now I'm like, why not? So, because <sighs> I'm really bad at talking about serious things and sad things. So just bear with me. Like I laugh at funerals. I am just, I, I don't have the right processing skills. So I'm going to try to do this as best I can. So there's a director who passed away the last couple months. Her name is Lynn Shelton. It's horrific that she's passed away. She's someone that I've looked up to for a long time now. Someone who is, I just, is beautiful. Um, that's actually what, why I was drawn to her originally. And then when I learned about her and got to know her in the small ways that I was able to get to know her, I just completely had a girl crush on her. Um, she was... I want to say she was in her late 40s, possibly even early 50s. I don't know, but just was so stunningly gorgeous. And I feel like it's kind of rare, and especially in Los Angeles, to see a woman who ages naturally and is stunning about it. And I just, that really, I'm, I, it sounds vain, but like her face just drew me in. And her work was so high quality and she was just, it's, again, I'm really uncomfortable right now. I'm so uncomfortable talking about her in the past tense. It's very weird. And I don't want to do, I'm going to stop. Anyways, Lynn Shelton, incredible, uh, absolutely absurd that she's gone. This story is about her and that's the only reason I'm bringing her up. Um, cause I'm, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so... Anyways, um, I believe it was last summer I ran into her at the comedy store. And this is a, this is a two second story, but it is so meaningful to me. Um, Dave and I ran into her at the comedy store and, you know, we always would see her with Mark Marin and Dave actually has worked with Lynn, so they know each other. And I obviously worked with Mark. So it was just like a, a good couple connection for us. Like we both knew both parties. And so we always just touch base. And Lynn just came up to us with a big, gorgeous, friendly smile and asked if we had seen her new movie yet. And Dave and I, of course, ashamed, we're like, fuck no. Like, oh no, we haven't. And just with her big smile, she's just like, you really should. You should see it. You'll like it. You should watch it. And Dave and I left that conversation being like, wow, that was so cool. I really had not ever had anyone like so gently, friendly, assertively nudge their work. And it worked, but like Dave and I both separately went and watched it. It was so funny. Like we didn't even plan it together. Like, cause I think I, I had rented the movie, um, uh, to watch on a plane and then he had watched it at home, but it was just really interesting and a good life lesson for me as to how effective that was that 
she just smiling, quick to the point. Have you watched my movie? You should. And then moved on. And I just, it worked. Like her, and part of that you can't replicate. She just has this energy that is so calm and friendly and warm and personable. Um, but I feel really inspired by that moment. And again, I know I like made a big deal out of it just now. And it was, took me two seconds to tell you, but I hope you guys can learn from that too. And I don't know, be assertive, be, be assertive. So anyways, that's this week's episode. Um, and please definitely comment below. And if you're on YouTube, any thoughts you have, especially about being assertive, um, or if you have tips, like let's band together. I do feel like being assertive is a strength of mine, but like anything, you're always working, refining, improving. And I'm always, there's always times where I'm afraid to be assertive, you know? So I think it's a skill we can all improve, improve upon. So anyways, that has been Esther Club, 400 minutes of announcements and then two minutes of content. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I really appreciate your your support. I feel like we're slowly but surely growing. So um, I stand before you at 32 years of age requesting that you like and subscribe to this video. Like this video and subscribe to this channel. I'm sorry. Uh, I humbly request that small to you but large to me showing of support and if you could share that you're listening, that's always helpful. I'm just really eager and excited that this audience is growing and especially that the, the feedback, you guys give feedback and that's helping me improve the show because I really, I don't know what this is. You know, I know certain things that it is and that it isn't, but I feel like there's other ways that we're finding out what it is together. So thanks for listening, you guys. Um, don't forget to text that number. It'll be below in the description. Don't forget to watch Hot For My Name at cc.com, my one out, my first one hour comedy special. That's it. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Esther Monster if you want more info on that. And thanks for listening, you guys.